with your favorite theme park? Well, you're about to find out. So pull the harness all the way over your shoulders till it reaches your lap. Keep arms and legs inside the train at all times. And hold on, because it's time for the Theme Park Legends Podcast with your host, Steve Honeycutt. What's up, theme park goers? It's time for another episode of Theme Park Legends, the show that's a little bit cheaper than a ticket to Disney, but worth exponentially more. I'm your host, Steve Honeycutt. On this episode, we have ride technician Andy Kurtz. Andy takes us on a fascinating journey that begins with him working at a haunt as a scare actor in New York and ends with him moving with his wife to the theme park mecca of the world, Orlando, Florida, but also becoming a ride tech. How did he do it, you may ask? Well, listen up, rookie, because Andy explains step-by-step how you, too, can be a part of the glitz and glamour of the theme park world in Florida. But before we get to the interview, it would really make my day if you checked out my Kickstarter for my comic book, Escape to Earth, which will be going live May 1st. That's right, less than one month. Escape to Earth is 32 full-color pages of insane dinosaur action. Written and created by me, and drawn by up-and-coming artist Antonio Brandao from Portugal. It's my first foray into the world of comics, but hey, today's comics is tomorrow's Marvel Island in Island of Adventures, or Guardians of the Galaxy ride in Disneyland. So check it out, or if comics aren't your thing, please share it with someone you know who might enjoy it. There'll be a link in the show notes. And right now you're probably asking yourself, hey Steve, what's it about? Well, here is a movie style trailer that you can listen to, but I highly suggest you check out the YouTube link in the show notes that will actually show you what the comic is going to look like. And after that, I promise my interview with Danny Kurtz. I'm having a weird, weird day. My name's Adam. Where I'm from, I'm known as the Zero Thief. Depending on who you ask, some might say I'm the best thief. But believe it or not, even the best screws up every once in a while. And that's what I did, and I had to make a fast getaway. Ended up crash landing on this bizarre planet. Turns out, I didn't get away fast enough. These winged freaks followed me here. It's just us here, Zero Thief, on this empty backwards planet. So start talking, either to me, or my way. Okay, okay, I do have something to tell you. It's about the planet. It's not that empty. Come on, man, I thought you were gonna die. Cut me loose, behind you. Whoa! Thought I was done for. It was gonna be a light snack for a snarling creature, but then she showed up, riding on the back of one of those monsters like it was nothing. And with a wave of her hand, the other razor-toothed beast just stomped away. I'd never seen anyone like her before in my life. I thought I'd say something clever. Thanks, uh, have you seen my ship? She gave me a look that said more than words ever could, because I think she was trying to read my mind or something. And from there, things just got even weirder. Escape <laughs> 30 pages of insane dinosaur action that will leave you hungry for more. Issue 1, crowdfunding now. Written and created by Stephen Honeycutt. Art by Antonio Brandao. 
Colors by Bruno Ferlani. Jump on now before the whole human race is extinct. Download the digital preview today. Ladies and gentlemen, with me today is Danny Kurtz. Danny, how's it going today? It's going awesome, man. How are you today, Steve? Doing great. Happy to be talking to you about one of my favorite subjects, uh, theme parks. Oh, yeah. That is definitely my favorite, too. I, I mean, Steve, I got to say I'm a fanboy of yours because I've been listening. I listen to every single one of your podcasts, man. Oh, my gosh. Well, start to finish. <laughs> That's nice to hear. Uh, I hope some of those earlier ones wasn't too rough. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, thanks for listening. And again, thanks so much Not for being here. The listeners can't see, but this man is wearing a creature from the Black Lagoon shirt. Uh, he's got a, a bag straight from Universal Studios uh, sitting next to him with uh, a... <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Can you tell me uh, an, an ornament it's of some the kind? Halloween. It's the brand new Halloween Heart uh, Nights ornament. Mm-hmm. And also the brand new t-shirt that just came out. So if that explains to you. Awesome. Well, as as you guys can hear, uh, this is a theme park guy right here. So let's figure out how he got into it. Um, what, who exactly have you worked for over the years, theme park wise? Theme park wise. Mm. So we started, well, I guess you could say how I started in the theme parks was working at a haunted house up in New York. Nice. That counts. Um, (laughs) it wasn't directly for the theme park, but Mm. it was in the theme park and I worked for, Merlin Entertainment at a Legoland Discovery Center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll get into that one. And um, well, Universal Studios as of present. So wow, so you're currently an employee. That's awesome. Uh, lately, yep. all I've been getting is, uh, as you know, are guys who've uh, noped out of there, as the kids like to say. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, through no fault of yep. their own, most of the time. But uh, what are your earliest memories of going to a theme park as a guest? My earliest memories of going to a theme park so up in new york you would figure it would be rough Mm -hmm. but it's actually not that rough up in new york because we had a lot of little local theme parks Mm -hmm. um one theme park in particular that i can come to mind would definitely be rye playlands okay uh with you know the iconic dragon coaster and you know stuff like that but the major theme park that we had in the area would have been six flags great adventure I've heard that. Yeah. Um, so do you have like early memories of being scared to death, waiting to ride a roller coaster or uh, what are some of your memories with Six Flags? It's funny because for the longest time, I was one of those kids that would refuse to get on a roller coaster. Sure. And you go to a park with your buddies and they're like, then you're like, oh, yeah, I go on that. And you're mm. just like, you know, make it a mess to yourself you're like but what did i just do and then all of a sudden it's like yeah this was awesome (laughs) this is great i remember uh i sort of went through that phase i remember i rode like the scooby-doo roller coaster at carowinds is a real Mm -hmm. young tyke and then i was like i didn't want to go on anything that went upside down because that just right just the thought of that uh scared me to death but then my dad he's like he bribed me he's like if you go on this roller coaster i'll (laughs) buy you anything you want that was my father <laughs> was the same way actually uh-huh. i'll tell you this my very first roller coaster was in hershey park nice and it was the comet which was probably the oldest roller coaster in that park that's wooden so nice 
And it kind of like eased me into, I was like, all right, this ain't that bad. <laughs> at least uh, at the time, if it's a wooden coaster, you know, it's not going to go upside down. <laughs> I right. think that's actually changed right. now. I think they have a few that actually uh, do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Many, many that do. It's uh, RMC. Uh, yeah. I'm, let's keep that out of here, though. <laughs> <laughs> so all this time going to uh, coast or theme parks and riding coasters and stuff, did you ever think that you'd ever be working at one? Oh, Steve, 100 percent. Oh, wow. That's, I mean, so you were just going, you're like, this is what I want to do. My goal. It was to do the technical side of the rides. Nice. Um, well, we get into Universal, we'll get into a little more of that and tell you like how my dream job has come true. But my dream job was to do that. And it was more of, okay, how can I make this happen? Mm -hmm. And it's funny because I'll tell you, like I became a mechanic just to try to get into this field and not even wow. a car guy. I was just like, all right, we need some, somewhere to start. And yeah. So I worked and worked to get to where I am. That's awesome. Now, was it a particular style of ride? Was it where you just like, I want to do roller coasters. I want to do motion simulator. Coasters and dark rides. Oh, all right. Like, so uh, I forgot, does, um, does like Transformers count as a dark ride? Yeah. Okay. And like in Spider-Man, which is one of my favorite rides of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't yeah. know if they officially do, but to me, they <laughs> definitely do. Like, like honestly, my, my goal is to get onto E.T. Oh, wow. You like E.T., huh? I like I like it for the fact that it's old school. Yo, it's definitely original. old school. Uh, unfortunately, by the time I rode on it, I think I was too old. And like I gave him like a fake name just to be a jerk. Because yeah, <laughs> like those who don't know, uh, E.T., yeah. he says your name at the end. Yep. But yeah, by the time I went on, I was like, eh, this is kind of cool. Like. I could probably appreciate it a lot more now um, as an adult. Right. As, uh, like, as a theme park person, not just somebody working at a theme park, as a theme park junkie, mm -hmm. I definitely appreciate E.T. and what it is. Yeah, yeah, it's a cheesy ride. Mm -hmm. Yes, we all know that. But <laughs> let's give E.T. its respect. Come on. He's an old man. <laughs> <laughs> all those old school universal rides from Florida. Uh, I'm, I miss so many of them. Uh, but we'll get to the ride exactly. portions later. So you said your first sort of themed experience was working at a haunt. Uh, how did that come about uh, around like what year was it? It was before 2010 because mm -hmm. that's when my wife and I got married and we got married at the haunted house oh, and met wow. working at the haunted house. <laughs> so awesome. yeah, I'll give you that whole story too, if you want. That's fine. It was around 07. Mm -hmm. So it was a haunt that I would definitely frequent every year it was multiple times a year or mm -hmm. so and it was at the time where i was like all right i want to work at a haunted house i'm getting tired of scaring kids outside my own house and <laughs> you know it's it's fun but mm -hmm. i want to get paid for this now it's you know as i was working as an emt as the time oh, up wow. in new york and yeah so i'm like all right my schedule allows this i'm able to do this so yeah. What was the haunt it called? Kind of sucked me in. It was called Scared by the Sounds. Scared by the Sounds. Oh, all right. Is yep. it like a year round or seasonal? It's seasonal. So okay. basically the principle of it was Rye Playland. Mm. There's where Rye Playland popping up again. All right. Would um 
shut down for the season Mm -hmm. and we would come in and basically use their uh, picnic gazebo Mm -hmm. and put up walls and stuff like that. So it was technically an outdoor uh, haunt. haunt. Yeah. So, I mean, but it was covered. So it was indoors, you know, it was, you know, regulations still followed as indoors and stuff, but we still needed to follow theme park regulations as well. But yeah, so we would come in. It was a ten thousand square foot haunt oh, that wow. we had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were primarily a scare actor, or did you work on the other side as well? I started as a scare actor mm-hmm. and then moved over to the other side because they realized my makeup skills were on point. <laughs> Ooh, all right. So how did you go about actually getting? I, I assume they have auditions. Did you? Uh, I guess no. Friend? No, no additions. No additions. No additions. No additions. You just at all. showed so up and they was... were like, "Hey, you're breathing. Get in there." Uh, <laughs> um, kind of. Mm-hmm. This is an interesting story because my wife was on the management team at the time for this uh-huh. too. She, I, she through and through, she's always been a manager of the haunted house. Wow. So we, could, I sent an email. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, you know, I was kind of like, you know, promoting myself, like selling, you know, show showboating a little bit. I was like, yeah, I'm an EMT because I'm like, oh, that'll get me in real quick. I'm like, they always need medical staff somewhere. I'm like, then, you know, run my own home haunt and this and that. But when they were like, yeah, show up at this time at this day for the further meeting, I was like, oh, okay, cool. And they're like, basically, if you got a pulse and you're breathing, they're going to take you. This we're always, always always short staffed at a haunted house Ah. it doesn't matter what haunt you're running you're always short staffed there's Mm -hmm. always something for somebody sure even Halloween Um, Horror Nights yeah yeah exactly so I came in I started um as a scare actor and I was in what we called our wine cellar that season Mm -hmm. and kind of got pushed up the same season to uh, a floater basically somebody that would relieve everybody and give them breaks and uh no it was basically the whole layout in every scare of the haunt so mm-hmm. like, all right cool so kind of kind of bumped up nicely there and no knowing your haunt stuff helps <laughs> right yeah did they give you i mean some at least some decent training before throwing you into your first role uh how did it go um <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> sure um Learn as you go. Uh, I like, mean, hey, just kid, it was. This is your space. It Here's was your costume. Get yeah, in there. yeah. So they're like, all right, the costumes are here. Go dinging through distressed bins, and if we like it, we'll tell you yes or no. Oh wow! And just do us a favor. Don't go boo, or <laughs> you know, tell somebody to move. Right. Oh, right. okay. I can do that. You know, cool. <laughs> just like yeah, just learn your cues, and you know. So your first time scaring, was it uh, everything you thought it would be? Oh, a hundred percent. It was more that adrenaline rush that goes through you. You, 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 you feel it like your body just start like, did I just, am I here? Like, this is, this is great. (laughs) I love this. Like I belong here. (laughs) And uh, so you said you were in a wine cellar. What uh, was the specific role that you played for your first time scaring ever? You remember? (laughs) Um, I was the zombie that came down the stairs to lift the stairs up to send you through to the next room. So, (laughs) I mean, if you can picture this, so picture this, mm -hmm. you you walk into this, you're walking through this brick hallway and then you're entering a wine cellar. Mm -hmm. It's a legit old 
wine cellar like you would find in a universal horror movie. Sure. And there's barrels, there's wine bottles on the wall. And now there's a pair of stairs there. And you're looking, you're like, I know there's not a second floor to this place, but where do I go? So here comes me, all six foot five of me, <laughs> stomping down the, the stairs, looking at you with, with that demon, demonic look there, mm. and just slowly creaking the stairs up and pointing <laughs> and laughing at you and go to go. So it's almost more of like a, you're more of a guide and less of a, hey, I'm going to jump out and scare you kind of role. Um, it, at times you got a good scare out of it because they weren't expecting you to come down. But mm. yeah, it was it was one of those roles that you gave to a brand new person to see how they would handle a physical role. Oh, and, I see. I see a newbie. You know, if you can get a scare in a role, that's really not going to get a scare, you know? Did they, uh, did they actually like send people through to make sure you were doing your job i mean were there like uh, oh yeah the, yeah the 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 floaters and stuff my wife at the time was actually a floater there and mm. she kept coming through to check on me so oh, and that uh, sparked <laughs> yeah. the romance we could only assume um a hundred percent a hundred percent she was just like, oh, you scare so good. Uh, but uh, yeah, <laughs> she, she will tell you she was like, she'll turn to her friend who was one of the managers of the haunted house and goes, yeah, that EMT guy, that new one, he's mine. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like she told me this, like, like, like after the first year and stuff. And I was like, really? <laughs> like, <laughs> she was like, yeah. So you're uh, you're scaring um, in your first role and loving it. Um, do you have any uh, specific memories uh, that uh, come to mind for that first time? Um, like. You get punched in the face. You scare any celebrities. That sort of. I thing. can tell you that. I can tell you one night the blood that was on my head was actually real blood, oh, and boy. everybody was looking at me like, "Are you bleeding?" I was like, "Wait, what are you talking about?" I was like, "I don't know." And then they were like, "Well, your your makeup looks amazing." I was like, "Oh, that's real blood, actually." Oh, so no. they were like, "Wait, what?" They're like, "You should have told." Them. I'm like, "Yeah, well, I just you know coming down the stairs, I cracked my head on the." Oh, um, like the big dome lights that they have in theme parks. And yeah, I just bong. Oh, no. So you didn't. Uh, yeah. You didn't see butterflies or anything when that happened or you were just like, eh, merely a flesh wound. I did, but I was just too into what I was doing. And I was like, well, I, I got a job to do. I got to finish. this. Ah, so you're the guy the that they look like to hire at these things. 100 percent. Yep. I guess you made it through the whole season or did they bump you up? in uh after doing that newbie role for a while how did it go yeah we were short staffed that season so mm -hmm. kind of got bumped up um it's funny i feel saying this it's like i'm just going back and thinking i'm like this is only a month event and like i got a promotion in less than a month hey like, that's pretty okay, good cool <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah got bumped up to a floater kind of being that the head zombie out in the graveyard and stuff like that or you, you we would always put our good people out in the graveyard because this graveyard's always the final scene for us so here i am like waiting in fog most nights and pouring rain and Oof. crawling out of the fog and well you know we got to keep it going you know right that's right so um basically you know that season just uh finished up without any problems more or less yep nope no problems for that um i was doing a little makeup here and there for that Second year, I came in doing more makeup and stuff. So I've been, I was at this haunt probably for about 10 years or so, give or take. 
10 years. Oh, wow. That's uh that is impressive. Yeah. Like we, we like to say, my wife and I like to say together, we have a lifetime of haunt experience together. <laughs> so it's, and you, um, during those uh, 10 years, like you just never, like, did you ever start to tire of it? Uh, I mean, I guess you're only doing it once a month. So I guess you can't even really get tired of it. You probably look forward to it. Literally was something you looked forward to every year was, mm. you know, it, it was that, 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 that stress relief. You feel like, all right, I'm going to go scare people. And it's it's gonna be fine. We're we're, we're gonna get through things because October is gonna come, and you're right there. Awesome. And uh, which year was it when you and your wife got married? 2010. Oh, and 2010. We got married there for how long at that point? Um, three years or so. Oh, wow, that's great. (laughs) Yeah. So we've been we've been there, and at this point, I was like a manager type person like the head mm-hmm. floater and stuff so doing makeup and things like that and we went to our boss and we're like hey can we use the haunted house for a wedding he was like what, what are you talking about i was like well we want to get married here like we met here so we want to get married here and uh, oh that is awesome so you guys actually got married yeah. in the haunted house ah oh, that is amazing yeah we got married right in the middle of the cemetery is where the actual um, ceremony was right off the Long Island Sound and everything. And we have some amazing wedding photos from inside of the haunted house. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, if it yeah. wasn't for my uh, my foreign contract with Universal Singapore, I probably wouldn't be married right now. She wasn't working there, but uh, I mean, it's just <laughs> funny that, you know, the what happens yep. when you get into this crazy business. Well, how did Legoland come about? So Legoland Discovery Center, mm-hmm. if you guys aren't familiar with a Legoland Discovery Center is, it's actually a indoor, like way, way, way scaled down theme park and overpriced um, <laughs> park. I Really? Sure, right, sure. Steve? Is that how I mean, you would put it? I I've mean, never been to a Discovery. I mean, I've worked at a uh, at a regular Legoland. I mean, and it was pretty overpriced for sure. <laughs> yeah. So Legoland Discovery Center has the whole mini land there. The the. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. You know Everything built about. out of Legos. Yeah. I, yeah. That's actually like one the of the highlights town. of the park for me. But uh, yeah, that's right. cool. And, you know, we had it. We had a dark ride there. Um, mm. And then we had a 40 theater, which I killed in that theater. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I have many compliments on that one. And then um, a little like flying bike ride thing that we had. Um. How this came around was they were literally just br- really putting this in brand new st- from the ground up mm-hmm. in uh, New York in this whole shopping area that they were putting it into. And I saw it. I was like, oh, look, I'm a, I, I like Lego. I like amusement rides. So, sure. yeah, let's, you know, one and one together. Cool. It's, you know, whatever. I'm like, <laughs> and I, unfortunately, I knew nothing of Merlin Entertainment at the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Every podcast I heard anybody working in Lego uh, Merlin Entertainment with you, it's always the same thing. So we don't even need to get into it. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's up to you. Uh, but uh, so what were you what were you hired as there? Um, 
multiple things really they like they like to use you all Ooh, over the they place they like to use you all right <laughs> they use and abuse you at merlin mm. entertainment i'll mm. tell you that so i got hired as i guess attractions if you want to say because mm -hmm. i was running the dark ride i was also manning the the foam pits and <laughs> doing you know the, teaching kids how to build a, a race car and things like that in the 4d theater and mm -hmm. and the the merlin's magic bikes or whatever it was called and, and i hope you, you were doing it all paid well <laughs> nope uh, i know i nope. know right okay let me let me jump in there real quick okay you're in new mm -hmm. york which is kind of known as a union town or city like right I, like so they can just come in and Merlin can still jerk you around despite all the unions. Yeah. Oh god. There's see, no there's no union for the theme parks up there. Oh, I see. Yeah, because like I mean, as I'm sure you're finding out in Florida, it's a right to work state. You know, it's as red right. as you could possibly get. Like there's like zero unions like anywhere. I mean, so I thought, oh, this is just how things are in Florida. I I couldn't imagine they were the same in New York, but I guess they are. <laughs> yeah oh wow yeah because uh, you also got to remember new york the theme parks are only open maybe for four months right. of the year right right so yeah, yeah how many full-timers do you really need to keep on staff at that point mm. so it's all seasonal work so out of all the stuff but, they had you doing i mean was there any of it that you enjoyed was there some of it you liked more than the other i really enjoyed um q interactions and mm. 40 theater interaction um like i would get the the kids all riled up before they got onto the dark ride because it was one of those rides where you got to go along blasting at the screens and stuff sure. like that so you got to blast all the trolls and everything and in the 4d theater like jess will tell you my wife will tell you i'm such a like social butterfly i'll talk mm -hmm. to anybody and anything at any time you know so <laughs> it's just how i am so i'm in there i'm getting going and everything else like that and i've actually had families who say hey when is the next time you're in the theater because we like what you do in there compared to you know the anti-social ones who just like, oh, enjoy your show and push a button like like they're there to pay like you're paying me to entertain these people so it's I'm going to entertain. <laughs> well, you know what you, you sound like to me? You sound like a performer. <laughs> I mean, you haven't uh, you haven't looked into the, uh, you know, entertainment end of the, the, the theme park world. No, you just, no. You only just want to build roller coasters, huh? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Hey, hey, I, I mean, mean at least you know, I honestly you never like, you know what it is. It's when you're when you're as tall as me, it doesn't really. It's not welcoming as much. There's not much you really can do. Oh, uh, well, mascots, sir. Uh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Like, what am I going to do? Shrek? And that's all I'm going to be locked down to. Hey, easy there. That's what stuff, I used to you know? do. I mean, let's see. Oh, let's I know. See that's why do. I said that. <laughs> hey, Shrek. hey, listen, I, I'll tell you this. I had a great conversation with Donkey. <laughs> well, yeah, of course, the, uh, the caveat of being Shrek is that you no longer could have that conversation. I mean, you can with your hands, but that's about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, no, I hear you. Uh, I mean, of course, you know, mascot work is, uh, I mean, it takes a special person to do that and you can only right. do it for so long. But uh, yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. I mean, I don't even know what they have at Universal anymore as far as, 
entertainment goes for us tall folk. I mean, aside from mascot work. Uh, <laughs> right, exactly. But, uh, so, uh, okay. So, like, at least there were some highlights uh, for working at uh, the Lego Discovery Center. Uh, how did that, I mean, did that sort of dissolve with your move to Georgia or how did it all come to an end? Um, it personally dissolved because of internal conflict Ooh. inside there. Ooh, that um, sounds interesting. I qualified for a position that I didn't get. So I said, you know what? Goodbye because of the outcome. Oh, I hear you. I hear that. So, yeah. <laughs> well, like, yeah. to speak to uh, Merlin Entertainment in there, like internal politics or whatever, or maybe not so much that, but all right. So I originally got hired as a tech at, uh, at uh, Legoland, Florida. I mean, just, okay. and uh, I was only... I mean, I was just desperate for a job, period. Like, I went on their website okay. to find out when their auditions were, and they didn't have any because they were just so unorganized right. at the time. Right. So, it's funny. The the heads from Legoland Discovery Center in New York mm -hmm. all came from Legoland, Florida. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, my last day as a tech, I mean, they gave me a pretty easy job because my... My tech skills uh, for, I guess, what they needed were pretty minimal. I mean, I was basically just a, uh, a gopher and just went and did whatever they wanted and just pressed this button okay. for the ski show. But anyway, the very last day, I mean, they couldn't even, for whatever reason, they didn't even want to hire me on for, uh, you know, past the summer season as a tech. But it's fine because I got some performer roles later. But for the last day, they were like, well, so long before you leave. You get to uh, pressure wash this uh, pier where the ski show is out of the hot Florida oh, sun. Geez. And I'm like, what? Like, why am I even doing I'm this? like, so wait, you're 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 letting me go right. and you want me to clean. I go, you know what? Let me go now because if you don't, I'm I'm leaving anyway. Well, so the bye. thing is, is that I guess, I mean, had I, you know, dipped out like that, I probably wouldn't have gotten a chance to do my performer roles there. So I endured <clears throat> myself and the other tech who also wasn't being hired on. Uh, we showed up and we, you know, did whatever and uh, whatever. That's all. Uh, it's all in the past. So, so good for I'm you. I'm also saying this with bitter taste for Merlin Entertainment and their, did they ever give you their wonderful uh, prep video, uh, uh, pet videos every day with like uh, Queen in the background and all that? <laughs> Queen, like, the, the band Queen or? Like, yeah, they used to play this one <laughs> video for us all the time where it was Don't Stop Me Now. And it used to take bits and pieces from every park and they're like yeah we're on top of everything i'm like no we're not oh, <laughs> no wow. no i don't think they were uh i don't think legoland yeah. florida was that organized at the time and uh and i mean i know the techs weren't and then when i got into entertainment they cared even less about entertainment than they did everything else like i just feel Jeez. like i mean as uh i don't know i just feel like everyone including the managers at uh, at a Merlin park, or at least at Legoland, they all had to do so much stuff. They all had to multitask yeah. so much that everything kind of suffered. And it's also how I put it. It's, it's a company for kids run by kids. Oh, British kids. Right. Cause that's Merlin comes out yeah. of uh, Europe or yeah. Yeah, the UK. Um, but, uh, all right. So you left and I mean, basically you were still there working at your haunt up in New York once you quit, uh, 
with Legoland, yep. right? So you you know you yep. at least still got to do what you enjoyed. So you worked there for about ten years. How did it uh, sort of come to an end for you? Uh, we actually moved to Georgia. Uh, you know, we, we it was to the point of you know what we got to get out of New York. Mm-hmm. There's nothing here for us. It's too expensive. So we had an opportunity to move to Georgia, and that's basically what ended us working at the haunted house. All right. So there were no real hard feelings. It was just uh, sick of New York, ready to try something new. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was time to personally move on. And, you know, at that point we're like, all right, well, we're getting older. (laughs) Our bodies are feeling this. (laughs) Oh yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm 38 years old. I mean, come Mm -hmm. on. At that point I was, you know, I was early thirties or so. Yeah. It's just to the point where, it's it's not it's not feasible anymore. Oh yeah. Oh, you can add age out of haunts and just theme park work in general really fast. I mean, depending on what yep. section uh, you're working in. When you got to Georgia, I mean, was there uh, any kind of themed work there uh, waiting for you, or did you eventually get into some there? Georgia, mm-hmm. actually, what we actually got into at that point was our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. So we actually saw it as a po- opportunity of you know what. We're done with haunted houses. Now we can go visit haunted houses and see the other side of it and enjoy that for a while, which we absolutely did. And it was great. Um, The YouTube channel led us to uh, Six Legs Over Georgia, where it actually put us on their media list. So I guess in a way, if you want to say in Georgia, I guess we kind of work for six flags you know a media list you know obviously we were doing something you were still in the industry as media i mean yeah (laughs) that's basically why i did this podcast i was like how can i still keep my toe in the theme park world and not actually work there (laughs) so uh yeah well that's uh that's really cool and we'll definitely talk uh more about your podcast uh at the end so now uh you're in georgia you're a uh, sort of a media guests with your uh, with your podcast or YouTube show, whatever yep. you want to call it. YouTube, yeah. Um, so, what led to your uh, your next sort of uh, theme park and employment? What really moved us down south was more the fact of Atlanta is a machine if you change it it doesn't do well so we were like all right so nothing's changing here all right well we got we got to figure this out so with the whole pandemic shutdown we're like mm-hmm. all right this is this is our this is our sign that we need to we need to move on mm-hmm. um with you know everything going crazy in Atlanta at the time and like, all right, we're going south. So you headed down to Orlando? Uh, yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> so that's where I, this is where I wanted to be to begin with. Mm-hmm. Like, we, Jess and I are those ones that we go come down here on vacation. Even our honeymoon, we came down to do the whole Disney Universal thing, you know, nice. uh, for uh, horror nights and things like that. We did for our uh, honeymoon, did the whole VIP thing and all that wow. for 20 times. So you're sitting in the airport, you're like, I don't want to leave. How can we do this? You know, it's like, you, you know, you leave a theme park and you get that feeling in your stomach, like, Oh, when am I going to be back here? You know, like, and we get, we got tired of that feeling. Um, she's as crazy as I am to go to the theme park. So, which I'm, I'm lucky to find, you know? <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. My, my um, wife now says 
I've been on enough roller coasters. I don't need to go on anymore, but I still go. <laughs> I'm waiting for Listen, my. Listen, there's no such thing. I'm waiting for my boy to get old enough so I can drag him onto it with me. But uh, in time, in you time. need to come out here and go to Iowa and get on Velocicoaster. Eventually, we That's will. All man. I'm saying. We will eventually. <laughs> yeah. So we got tired of that feeling in our stomach mm-hmm. of why why are we leaving this place it's nice here the weather's nice you know people are nice in florida why are we leaving so here we are now we're down here a whole year down here that's great we got screwed to begin with (laughs) in the the beginning we got screwed what did you get screwed by (laughs) so here's that story um so we were up in atlanta so i wasn't really looking to spend a whole bunch of money to try and travel back and forth to find a place to live to rent mm-hmm. oh no. yeah well one of the places we were renting we got scammed on and yeah so we ended up in a hotel for a good chunk of this year oh that's and, too bad but you clearly have a place yeah. now i think this would be pretty interesting yeah okay so let's say there's somebody listening and they want to do what you guys did. They want to make the move from wherever they are. They want to go to the theme park Mecca of possibly the universe, (laughs) Orlando, Florida. How do they do it? There's really no right or wrong way. I'm I'm being honest with you. The housing down here is, is hard to come by, Mm -hmm. but apartments are easy to get. Sure. If for some reason, everybody moving to Florida gets it in their head that they either have to rent a home or buy a home. It's far from the case. You can go, you can go like 10 minutes away from a theme park and get a decent apartment for, I mean, I I'll tell you this for what I'm paying in my apartment, I'm paying and getting a lot more than I would in New York. Sure. Um, in New York, in New York, I would never have a pool. I would never have a balcony and I would never have a parking space here in Florida. <laughs> I have a two bedroom apartment and a parking space and a pool and a balcony where I don't have to worry about a thing. Nice. So now how do they go about uh, getting hired like yourself did? Um, realistically go on the websites. Mm-hmm. Um, what I did was I would hound hound universal's website. Mm-hmm. I mean, cause it, it have an idea of what park you want to go to. Also, I knew I wanted to go to universal. I'll tell you this, look into people's stories, not just bad, but good at the same time. See what the parks are offering to you as a perk to work in there. Universal offers a whole lot of perks. Mm-hmm. Not only discounts just for showing your ID, but the park itself does what they call park after hours, um, you know, team member events and all this other fun stuff where I've never heard of any other company out there doing. Yeah, man, it's a a great park. I miss working there. (laughs) I mean, how long were you there for, Steve? Uh, At Universal Orlando, I was there for about a year and three quarters. I mean, Universal in total, I mean, because I know all Universal does these perks, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I enjoyed most of the Universal parks that I worked at. Universal Hollywood was eh, but I was only there for like six months. Um, But uh, yeah, (laughs) so I assume you haven't uh, made it over to the West Coast to check out any of the parks over here? No. Yeah, it's no, uh, you'll yet. probably be disappointed. I'll tell you straight up. They're so <laughs> much That's what I smaller, hear. Uh, both the Disney and uh, the Universal. But uh, anyway, uh, I yeah. digress. So when you were hounding <laughs> the Universal website, what job yep. were you looking for and what did you end up getting? 
Um, so I was looking to become a ride technician, like a full on ride technician, being that I was like, you know what? I put my years in as a mechanic. It's time. It, it, I'm here. It's time. Mm-hmm. So I did it and I and I applied and I heard back from HR real quick. Mm-hmm. Then again, it's I can't guarantee that for anybody else, but I also did it with the time like, you know, it was right after reopening, you know, people were looking to retire from that department. (laughs) And I was like, I'm hearing this stuff as a theme park person who has a theme park YouTube channel. It's like, I'm kind of hearing the the talk in the the town. So I guess the time now is the time. Let's do this. So, wow. So, yeah, basically you applied for the role that you wanted or job and you got it. Yeah. Uh, no, oh, no. <laughs> not quite. Okay. So I went through HR, HR said, okay, come in, take the test, the technician test came in, took the technician test, passed the test apparently, because then I moved on to a board interview. Oh. So if you are familiar with these interviews, it's from what I hear, it's a newer thing with huh. uh, Universal, but it's nothing new that I'm not used to. So this interview was at like two o'clock in the morning because mm-hmm. <laughs> they're looking for third shifters, okay. which is fine with me. So sitting there with five other people in front of you, asking you questions about, you know, what's this, what's that trying to lead you down a rabbit hole to see where you can go and how much, you know, so they turned around and they said, well, we think our apprentice program is better suited for you. Okay. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, look, I'm just getting, I, I need, I, I, wherever you put me, I'm getting into this door It's literally my answer to them. I go, I'm getting my foot in this door one way or the other to do this job. Nice. So Let's see. (laughs) And yeah, here I am in the three-year apprentice program, which is not a bad gig because they're sending me to school. For the record here, this is a paid apprenticeship, correct? Yes, 100% paid for. They're paying for school. They're paying me to go to school and on the job training. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. I mean, no, you got the, 40 th- hour you got the thing you wanted. I mean, you know, maybe not one, exactly. it's like 75, right. 90% there. You just have to, I mean, it sounds like you're on your way for sure. Exactly. Yeah, I, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I'm extremely happy with where it landed. So. so after your board interview, did they offer you the job there? Or did you have to wait uh, like a couple of weeks? The board interview happened and there, and then I, they said, oh, you'll hear back. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, all right, whatever. I, I know what that usually means. So I'm like, no, we're going to be persistent. So I saw that the apprenticeship program was up on online. So I was like, yeah, we're, we're, we're reapplying it. But at this point I'm applying for any position at sure. universal, except for ride operator. That's how I ended up being a tech. Um, like yeah. ma- maintenance, <laughs> grounds, keeping, <laughs> uh, 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 as a gardener, uh, you know, right. I was, I'm like one way or the other, we're going to do this. So I'm like, we're going to work behind the scenes and not as an operator. So, so yeah, so I reapplied in the apprenticeship program and then I had a virtual uh, board meeting Mm -hmm. with them and they said, Hey, you know, from there it was, yeah, be here at this time. So you can register for school. Ah, that's fantastic. 
The fun part is, is when I heard that I was accepted mm-hmm. was the week of my birthday. Oh, that's brilliant. Oh man, that is yep. great. Like, what are they putting you through at school? Like, what are you, if someone else wanted to go down the same route that you're going? Um, so what we're going through for school is we're going to be coming out with a mechanical engineering uh, associates. Ah, okay. Very nice. Yeah. So it's not, it's not, you know, nothing to pass up really. Mm-hmm. It's coming out with the mechanical uh, engineering associates through uh, Seminole uh, State College. Nice. So it's also another bigger school here, you know, I mean. Sure. And as far as your uh, on the job training, I mean, have you already like, have they already taken you into the park? Yeah. Showing you some stuff. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. So I started in January. January 1st is when um, on the job training started. First ride for me was Rip Ride Rocket. Oh, nice. And I was like, I was like, yes, I get a roller coaster first to begin with. So, and that, uh, that coaster, if I could just jump in there real quick, uh, was always broken yep. when it was first built when I was working there. Like, so you make sure you do, a, <laughs> yeah. you make sure you pay attention and make sure it's up and running. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not a problem. Not a problem. I got to say, I have a, love hate relationship with that ride but more so love that ride it, it if you're looking to learn something about a roller coaster rip ride rocket if you're in the apprenticeship program is definitely going to teach you a lot do they uh update the songs on that coaster actually a few days ago we just added some blink 182 to the song <laughs> uh, to the like old blink <laughs> Oh, I mean, I guess that's all like, there is, right? Again? Oh. And, wow, yeah. what an update. And what else was there? <laughs> yeah. Hey, at least we got some. Sure, sure. After how many years? <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Good point. Can't argue with that. Excellent thing is, is every uh, six weeks, mm-hmm. we rotate a new venue. Oh, very So cool. unlike all the other technicians in the park, the apprentices get to see and uh, work on all the rides through uh studios in ioa mm. which is really awesome because you know as you come in as a technician they're just going to assign you to a ride and that's where you are um you don't i mean you get you don't really get a choice of where you go but you know that's all you know as a technician you know like the the rocket guys or the fouling guys that's all they do is just just those rides right apprentices we're seeing everything and then we also go to the water park too so oh wow it's a nice variety so you never get bored you know most apprentice programs you would think that the the company would be looking at you like you know what just do whatever just leave us alone Mm. but universal is all about this program they it's one of a kind through the nation right now and their level of respect and encouragement that us apprentices get and uh, we get, you know, any kind of support that we need or, or, you know, questions, they're always answered and it's, they're there for us. The company wants to see this succeed. My, my class of apprentices right now is the biggest one that they've ever seen. Oh, wow. We have 150 apprentices that just joined us and it's usually about maybe five to 20. Nice. So when, uh, when will you be like a full-time ride technician after you get your degree or... Yeah, well, it, they it's about three years out. All right, gotcha. Three years from 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 the first of January. Oh, that is uh, fantastic! Well, I mean, what a what a happy ending. 
I mean, even though it's, exactly. even though it's not even done, you still have so much more to learn and to, to discover. Right. Uh, so uh, it leads me to come back to you and talk about more. Oh yeah, hey, I would love to do a part two. Before we part ways, uh, I've got a couple more theme park questions here for you. Sure, bring them on. What is your uh, favorite park to go to as a guest? Favorite park to go to as a guest? Mm-hmm. Now, there's multiple, honestly. I'll tell you that. There's. I kind of break that question up into Orlando being its own character. <laughs> sure. And then the rest of the world. So if we're talking the rest of the world, realistically... Uh, Hershey Park no, would man, be go there my favorite. Someday. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm not the first one to tell you yeah. that. So, But Hershey Park, as they say, is the sweetest place on earth. It really <laughs> is pretty sweet. You're walking out of there with a sugar rush. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I Six Flags uh, Great Adventures was, would have to be my next one. I mean, it's a place for that. It used to be my own home park. Um, you know, it's, it's bigger than most of the other six flags. It has a drive through safari, Ooh, you know, things like that. that. So cool. it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah I went to the six flags so. out here. I just wish that six flags could get treated like a universal or Disney park could. I just feel like at least the one out here yeah. is like, Hey, we're a value park, but we sure have a lot of roller coasters. You got down here and you, uh, universal definitely is probably my new one to go to this is outside of working for the park Mm. um like my wife jess and i are definitely disney fanatics as you know as many people are but universal holds a spot for us because it's more we're movie people and there's more there for like uh artistic value right Um, right yeah even the characters the costume characters look better than disney's in my Ooh, opinion yeah, them um, fighting words for some people <laughs> I, I i understand but i look at it this way it says like look at homer okay i have um, many times look at his the shoes <laughs> okay like look at look at a, a, a homer's shoes compared to like mickey mouse and how everything connects in a clean fashion compared to disney's clocky clunky shoes that their characters are wearing it's just i don't know it's just weird well to me. plus you're a you know you're a horror guy as well and they don't have much for horror over at the disney parks uh and yeah and that was my haunted mansion <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that was my favorite thing when i first started working at universal uh because like i'm a pretty big horror fan also and just uh it seems to me like a lot of people who end up uh, working at Universal, they start out at Horror Nights. So, of course, they're horror fans. And that's just uh, right. that's my kind of people. Like, I can go in and talk about Army of Darkness and Evil Dead, like, all day. Um, <laughs> uh, so, what was uh, your favorite park uh, to uh, work at? I know it's probably hard to compare with your current position, but uh, I'm still interested to know. Favorite park to work at for... I mean, Universal definitely is right now because... It's my dream job. I, I've landed my dream job, you know, I mean, I, so it's kind of hard to to put that on sure. a pedestal there. But other than that, would have probably been working at the haunted house, honestly. Um, Legoland had its, you know, moments where it was like, OK, cool. This right. is fun. You know, I was one of the first ones that they hired for there. I was there opening day, right. you know, getting people going for that. And but it's the haunted house. I mean, I can't I can't put it down that way. I mean, there's as good and it's bad that we had there, but 
working for for Scarab of the Sound would definitely open things up. And it was inside of a closed down amusement park. I mean, it wasn't an abandoned amusement park. It, like I said, it's closed for the season and right. stuff. But you're standing there and uh, Jess can tell you stories about getting into the uh, House of Mirrors when we weren't supposed Ooh. to and, you know, things like that. Uh, yeah. Uncovering a smuggling creepy, ring. Watching the yeah. <laughs> yeah watching the ferris wheel blowing in the wind just yeah. spinning on its Sounds own creepy. you know it's like so it's yeah it added it, it, it added vibes to it you know so it, yeah it's so it would be that nice. also. uh well uh mr ride technician what is your favorite ride of all time Velocicoaster. Oh, wow. I really need to go on that that's a coaster i mean I think we have one over here at hollywood you got but uh i'll have to double check <laughs> FJ is also really, really fascinating to me too. Um, Forbidden Journey there. Mm -hmm. It definitely brings a new element of rides into play there too. Um, and then I got to go with ET just for being, <laughs> you know, being what it is. You know, they, they, you know, if it wasn't for ET still being there, it was we wouldn't have anything original still. Well, did you ever get to go on any of uh, the other like OG rides like King Kong or Back to the Future? A long, long time ago, I did one time. We did one trip with me and my, one of my buddies. We went down there. Um, we did Jaws nice. and, and Twister and, and all that. And it was so long ago. Like, I literally just probably graduated high school wow. when we did that. And, uh, yeah, it was so – I don't really remember much of it. Yeah, I mean, I'm just curious if um, you ever got to go on them or not. Yeah. But, yeah, I have. I have. Um, and I'm also one of those, like, I can – go into like the fast and furious Q line and point out all the Easter eggs to you. That's one thing I enjoy is that universal, even though these rides are dead, they're still alive. Right. 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 I gotcha. Hmm. Well said, where can people find uh, two real geeks? Um, right there on YouTube. We find us there. Um, we cover everything down here in Orlando. If it's, one, we're out there covering it. Jess does cooking stuff on there every once in a while. Uh, we'll do live streams. We'll do live streams from home. Like basically come get to know us every once in a while. We try not to do it because we feel there's a oversaturation of it, but we do live streams from the parks nice. and stuff like that. We're definitely out there. We're definitely, you know, trying to grow the channel more down here in Orlando now. So if you guys can watch it, subscribe and everything's let us know where you found us. So we appreciate it. Yep. Well, Put all that info in the show notes uh, for sure. And uh, I think that's everything, man. Uh, thanks so much for uh, coming on here and being on uh, Theme Park Legends. No, I appreciate you because you're you're the Theme Park Legend around here, Steve. Ah, oh, my goodness. My heart is melting. But uh, <laughs> thanks. Uh, <laughs> all right, man. We'll, uh, we'll have to definitely get uh, caught up at some point in the future once you get through uh, more of your training. Yes, definitely. All right, take care. All right. And that's going to do it for this episode. Andy shows us that if you love theme parks, if you really want to work in theme parks, you just have to dive right in head first and sometimes everything will work out for the better. I hope his story has inspired you to pursue whatever it is you love, whether it be theme parks, a career in theme parks, or creating a comic book, hint, hint. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
And of course, don't forget it. And of course, don't forget to check out Andy's YouTube show, Two Real Geeks. And speaking of YouTube, I know Theme Park Legends only appears every once in a blue moon. <laughs> I've explained how my interview process works and how it's hard for me to find interviews. But every Sunday on the Reptilian Media YouTube page, my co-host and I talk about weird and forgotten pieces of media. Last show was about Bruce Willis's kids cartoon show known as Bruno the Kid. Uh, it was a lot of fun, and yeah, we just wanted to talk about it since uh, Bruce Willis is retiring. But uh, yeah, and as far as the next episode of Theme Park Legends, well, as I said, I'm scouring the internet, searching for more guests. So if you've ever worked in a theme park, I'd love to have you on this show. Or if you know someone, uh, send them my way. Again, links in the show notes. And don't forget to join me next time as I continue to unearth even more Theme Park Legends. Thanks for listening to the Theme Park Legends podcast. Make sure you retrieve all belongings while exiting the car. Should you forget anything or have any questions or comments, make sure you reach out to us on social media. And remember, have a legendary day.